Well, praise the Lord. I am here in the studio with uh, Carlos. And Carlos, it's so good to have you. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great today. Yeah, awesome. You're you're still on campus, right? Oh, yes, I am. Still the last one surviving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an episode of Survivor no, or something. It is. <laughs> like at the end of it, you get a prize or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, you're doing online classes now. How's that been going so far? Oh, I think the transition has been great, you know, and mm-hmm. I think you have a lot more time, but um, it's difficult. So I think we have to be really careful in building a routine or you just like slack off the whole day. You know? For sure. <laughs> For sure. So, Carlos, you, you are a student here at Trinity Western, mm-hmm. and you're a business major, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what year are you? Uh, so, it's my first year in Trinity, but I'm a transfer student from Singapore. Okay, from Singapore. Mm-hmm. And so, did you grow up in Singapore? or? Um, yes, so, well, I was born in Bolivia, actually, um, but my family moved to Singapore when I was about five, so we've lived there for about 17 to 20 years. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, what's it been like uh, coming to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been a really big transition, you know. Um, you always think that you know what North America is gonna be like, watching TV, w- watching movies, you know. But I think coming here, you learn so much more. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, it's been really fun. You know, I I have a great community of friends that supported me through this period. You know, but I think it's a process of learning. You know, just observing, and um, I'm having much fun in this. Yeah. So what what did you think it was gonna be? You know, like in in Singapore, what what are the impressions that people have of North America and Canada in particular? Um, I think naturally there's there's this whole idea that like, oh, you know, Canadians are, or North Americans as a whole are like outgoing, you know, they're just, you know, out there, you know. But when you come here, you realize that there's still so much distinctive personalities, Mm. you know, so there's not like one whole general like, um, characteristics to put to this uh this uh this continent you know so um it's been really interesting you know you can see um different personalities that you would you would kind of relate back ho- uh, to the people back home you know but uh, there's always this very north american twist to it that's very polite that's always very like yeah. okay you know like you have your views i have my views kind yeah. of thing you know which is a little bit different but um we're still all pretty much the same okay. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm with you and i'm just gonna go ahead and say it um you know the the politeness uh i can appreciate okay mm-hmm. like there's a certain degree of that that, mm-hmm. that is like okay that's good that that we can sort of uh, mm-hmm. agree to disagree you know mm-hmm. but i think part of my struggle has been so far just being in canada is that sometimes you don't even get to the disagreement part you know it's like people just don't want to disagree yes. you know it becomes so difficult to I, I think people are really afraid of offending each other you mm-hmm. know and i think that hinders a lot of relationship a lot of um you know um yeah, a lot of relationship from like really like growing because you have to have disagreements. You have to have like the rough conversations mm-hmm. before, you know, things can proceed. So I think that has it's been a little bit of a challenge, you know, but I'm still navigating that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're young, you know, you're still you're still on the journey, you know, first year. First year so fresh. Yeah. I know that's that's a, uh, you know, part of the caricature that you have of people in the States is that, you know, they're too brash, you mm-hmm. know, and that's and that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's you trying to get a, a good mix, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. you, you, you don't want to be too brash, but you also don't want to be just too, uh, you know, sort of afraid of conflict. Uh-huh. You know, there's a good medium in between where you can agree about some things, but there's some other things that look, we look, bro, we just, we just not going to see the same line <laughs> and it's okay. You know, you can, you can disagree in Jesus name yes. and still have some good spirited, you know, conversation and even friendship, you know, yeah. so what, what was your experience like growing up in, in Singapore? I mean, what, what was your faith journey like? I, I think I'm as Singaporean as can be even more than most of my peers are in Singapore and why I say that I, I grew up in really strange circumstances you know I came over to Singapore because my parents split up 
you know, okay. so I so my mom moved there. She's been a housewife her whole life, you know, and now mm. she has to like, oh, I have to get a job. I have yeah. to get a house, you know. So it's been really difficult for me growing up. I'd say, you know, um, I wasn't really well off. I couldn't participate in a lot of things. You know, I was always that 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 uh that that uh, well, I wouldn't say I was in poverty. I still had food. I still had a roof yeah. over my head. Um, yeah, so I really struggled with that growing up, and also coming from a different culture. You know, you really couldn't fit in. You know, like. Mm -hmm. You see all the other kids, you know, they're like, ah, oh, you know, they just have, I don't know, it's just something they, they had their own personality, they had their own, uh, uh, each each of them shared a very common attribute, which I struggled with that, you know, so I, I think I grew up in Singapore very differently, but um, so I went through the military, I even ended, wound up um, sometime in juvie, you know, I mm -hmm. went to juvie, I, I spent a bit of time in a a rehabilitation home as well, so I always say that I'm I'm, I'm pretty Singaporean, <laughs> you know, yes. going through all these kinds of channels. Yeah, so that's that's been my experience and uh, how I came to faith was when I was 18 years old. Mm. So um, back then I was I was struggling with substance abuse and um, yeah, so I think I came from a place of desperation. It wasn't so much mm. as a place of seeking faith. It yeah. just like. You know, those kind of moments that like, God, if you take me out of this, you know, if you help <laughs> me escape from this, I'll give you this, you know, kind of thing. But uh, I think he holds us true to our words. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that was the position, you know, the position of desperation, the position of just trying to get out of jail kind mm -hmm. of deal. Um, yeah, that's that's been my my journey into the faith. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. I mean, we, we've talked about this before in my office, you know, like that's the thing about faith is it doesn't matter how you come <laughs> so long as you come. No, it <laughs> you is. You know? And, and I think, you know, that's the thing, like, it's not this cookie cutter kind of, oh. you know, pristine journey. You know, everybody, everybody has a different starting point, mm -hmm. but, but, but it's a, there's a common starting point and that's that we're all born in sin mm -hmm. and shaped in iniquity and, and we need Jesus. And so whatever circumstances happen that lead you to cry out to say, you know what, God, I need you in my mm -hmm. life, you know, so, so be it. I think we are always coming to this place of uh, we're coming into this with desperation and just whether we recognize mm -hmm. it and we have dif different kind of desperations in which we come to, you know, I think we are always seeking for something more, yeah. you know, we are always like, there has to be something more, mm -hmm. you know, when we come into this and, and yeah, I think that's, that's, I think that's something that I share with a lot of people who come into the faith. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I, I, I've always appreciated hearing your story, you know, of faith because it's one of those things that reminds me of, uh, God making beauty from ashes, you know, that he can take the broken pieces of our lives and, and because of his spirit and because of his goodness and grace, he can sort of, you know, weave this new tapestry, this great mm -hmm. mosaic of the broken pieces of our life and, and make it way better than it ever would have been mm -hmm. for us to try to do it ourselves, you know. It is beautiful. I like the word you use, tapestry, and, um, and, and this brings out the image. You know, I was reading this book, The Return of the Prodigal Son by Henry Nowen. Oh, yeah. you know, um, it's a really beautiful book that speaks about brokenness. You know, uh, he was a, a priest. You know, he struggled with quite a bit in his life, you know, and I, I always remember this, um, this uh, um, sentence in it, you know, um, our there is beauty, something along these lines, you know, there is beauty in our brokenness, but um, mm -hmm. the beauty in this brokenness does not derive from the brokenness in itself but from the compassion that surrounds us and i think this stirs up the image of god's compassion you know really really yeah. wrapping around our brokenness wrapping around you know our sin you know and 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 just building us you know and fitting us into that tapestry yeah yeah no so so you um you had plans this summer oh um, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so much where we we chatted about it um uh, are those plans on hold? What were those plans? I guess we could begin with. What were those plans? Um, yeah, so I had quite a bit of things lined up. So first up, I was going to Fort Babine. So it's it's probably still going to be on next year. So just a shout out, support Fort Babine okay. in Global Projects next year. 
Um, yeah, so I was going up to Northern BC with four other f um, team members, part of Global Project. So that was where I was going to be spending one month in the reserve mm -hmm. community up north. How, how far up north is that? Like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. S um, I think it's near Prince Prince George, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Yeah, I think it's near Prince George area. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's way far north than okay. I've ever been, yep. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Yeah, so I was, I was supposed to spend a month there and I was supposed to spend a month back in Vancouver doing my online courses and coming back for summer courses in Trinity. And I was supposed to be heading home for the summer, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is a little bit, um, I think it's difficult, you know, mm. being away from your family. And it's kind of that thing where you're anticipating for one whole year, you're just like, ah, I yeah. just have to pull through this semester yep. and I get to see my dog, my family, <laughs> my dog first. Yep. No, yeah. So that, that was what's lined up for the summer, you know, and I think it's funny. I was just having this conversation with someone and it really makes you realize what is important because mm. all these things which we were like, oh, you know, it's so important. We have to do it, you know, um, but it all comes into a standstill. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. nothing's important. actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so tr that's so true. It, it does make you, I think, during times of of uh, turmoil mm -hmm. and uncertainty, it does make you realize that you know even if you can't sort of trace God's hands, mm. you can't understand or see visibly like what God is doing. You can you can trace God's heart. You know, mm. um, you you can see that that God uh, is trying to call people back to Himself, mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you know that this pandemic that we're experiencing is, is a, a God thing, mm. but just that, uh, you know, Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So everything that happens in life, God wants to use to, to draw us closer to him, mm -hmm. to get our attention, uh, focus back on him. And, and yeah, like some stuff as important as it is to us, it just can't hold the primary sort of place mm -hmm. of, of, you know, um, uh, focus in our life, mm -hmm. you know, and That's right. yeah. And, but, but I mean, that's a bummer that, you know, maybe not. I mean, who knows how, how it'll go this summer. No, it will. I mean, it's, it's still a little bit early to say, but I mm -hmm. think we, I think as th as the days progress, you know, I come, I'm, I'm, I'm more arriving at this place. So at first, uh, you know, I was in a state of panic, you know, yeah. and you're like, God, what's this? You know, seeking clarity, you know, like, oh God, I don't make sense. You know, all this is, is, is crazy, you know. Um, but the more I, I, the more I seek God, the more I, you know, try to dwell and try to understand to try try to wrap my head around this the more i realize that you know i think god is really drawing me to a place of yielding you know a place of surrendering and it's mm -hmm. no longer just seeking like oh what's next what am i gonna plant next you know but mm -hmm. it's more of like are you in the present you know are you seeing are you observing what i'm doing you know and mm -hmm. i think that is that is that is a team you know for this season of my life yeah, yeah. oh that's great that's great how how has it been being on campus you know i mean a lot of <laughs> students have left I think we have, you know, maybe 300 or so students uh, around there that are still we on do? campus. We do? Yeah, 300? Something oh, like that. It's a party, then. <laughs> 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 um, I think it's been really beautiful, you know, um, the way that, I mean, how it's been, you know, I think it's really beautiful that um, you really get to see a lot of individuals stepping up. So mm. you get to see a lot of beautiful things. For those of you who left campus, you, you're missing out on a lot of good <laughs> stuff, you know. You have people really banding together, people really, like, supporting each other, you know, and... um. Yeah, it's been it's been a really beautiful experience, I'd say, and it's been really great. You get so much space, you know, to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you get to roam around, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, I'd say I'm. I mean, as difficult as it is, you know, I think 
Trinity has been doing a really good job, you know, I- not just the school administration itself, but the students, you know, how they've been bending together, you know, and I, I would say I'm in a great place. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, I think we're, you, like you said, we're all, we're all in this together. <laughs> you know, we're all experiencing <laughs> it, you know, uh, from different angles, but no. we're still trying to kind of mm-hmm. figure it out. And, and ultimately, really just trust God in the process. That's you know? right. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a funny thing. I mean, God shouldn't be our last resort. He no. should be our, our first choice. No. And so I think, you know, mm-hmm. moments like this kind of help you recalibrate, you know, as to, to what, what really matters most, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, let's see, what's, what's, uh, what's your favorite food from Singapore that you, you don't haven't had here? That is not a nice question <laughs> that you asked a Singaporean. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, I, I think I have, I mean, I left in Vancouver, you know, my family's, uh, my relatives live in there. So I I've, I was there for a month and I would say that Vancouver has great food. Okay. Langley, I'm still discovering. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still yeah, trying to yeah. find out. Um, They have really good Cantonese food. So to understand that the, the food culture of Singapore, we're basically we were a port. We were a harbor city, you know, so a lot of ships came in, a lot of uh, different cultures poured in for the last 200 years. So we have a lot of different food cuisines from like the Chinese, different provinces, the Canton, mm. the Fujian, you know. And we also have food from Malaya, even from Portuguese, um, Spanish food. So it's it's a very wide mix. So I would say that you can find most of the stuff here, okay. but they are very distinctive, like local twists, like the chili crab, which I have not found yet. I heard they are. Um, one thing that I really miss though is this dish called um, carrot cake. So I know in the Western <laughs> culture, <laughs> carrot cake is something that you bake yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in the oven. Um, but uh, in Singapore, it's actually a dish made out of flour and uh, eggs, dark sauce, and then you just put it in a pot and you just stir fry it. And oh, it's so good with like a little bit of like dark soy sauce and Chinese wine splattered in the corner. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I That is one dish that I've been dreaming about for the last <laughs> year. <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I'm going to be praying with you uh, that, <laughs> that God do. works it out please that you can do. be able to get that carrot cake. <laughs> oh, I, I've been trying to make it, but um, it's difficult because like in Singapore and, and uh, Asian cooking, you know, um, I think the, the fire is a big element of it. You know, we, we have this thing called wok hay. So it's, it's, it's a type of... Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just some, it's a flavor that comes out from kind of like the burnt, you oh, know, okay. uh, it's yeah. kind of like a little bit burnt, but not so much. It's a bit charred. Um, and it, it comes from a large fire source, yeah. which here we use mostly convection and, yeah. <laughs> you know, which yeah. is difficult. Yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, different strokes for different folks, man, you know, just trying no, to for sure. figure some of those things out <laughs> for sure in different, different regions, you know, different cultures and stuff, mm-hmm. but Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's, it's been great to, for, you know, for my little six months I've been here to get to know you a little bit. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I know your summer plans were kind of, kind of taking a detour, mm-hmm. but I, I think, you know, Jesus is still on the throne he is. and, you know, who knows wh- how he will sort of navigate things for mm-hmm. the rest of the summer and, uh, yeah, beyond that. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm excited to, to see what happens and I'm <laughs> glad you're here. Glad you're I here. Am. Yeah. So, so business major, right? <coughs> what are, what are you planning to do? Not that you have to have a five-year plan mm-hmm. and have it all mapped out. Cause you know, Jesus has his plans and you have <laughs> yours. Jesus is going to win. Uh, so what, but what, what would you think, you know, you would like to do maybe, you know, when you graduate? Um, so yeah, you're right. I, I, I had a five-year plan actually. Okay. <laughs> you know, I really had a five-year plan cause uh, I think I've always been, a, uh, I've always had, um, I've always been a planner, you know, I've yeah. always been like, okay, I got to utilize every moment kind of thing. But uh, coming here, you know, I, I realized
realized that that's not the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I recall in one of your podcasts, you mentioned that, like, you know, we have our passions, we have our desires and our interests, you know, but we have to be flexible on God's mm-hmm. plan moving forward. You know, I think um, my heart, my desire, you know, it's always been to work with underdeveloped, you know, uh, underserved communities, mm-hmm. you know, and how can we use commerce and business, you know, to, to really um, elevate their lives, you know. Um, at least that that's what I've been seeing in Asia, I've worked with a few organizations who did that. You know, one of the organizations I did was a was a fintech startup based out of Japan. Mm-hmm. So they came out the Fukuoka earthquake, you know, and then um, so they, what they wanted to do is provide financial inclusion for um, uh, for countries in Asia, you know, because a lot of our workers there do not have like banks, you know, and and for mm-hmm. us in North America or even in Singapore, it's something which we take for granted, you know, having mm-hmm. a bank, having a credit score yep. allows us to take loans, you know, make investments mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people do not have that and a lot of people even struggle to get by with their wages because, well, they earn about $200 a month, you know, and this amount only comes at the end of the month, but they they need the money to survive through the whole month, you know, so mm-hmm. how are you able to create a system that allows them to draw on that? So, um, mm. yeah, anyways, I'm selling too much of the business yeah. here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I see a lot of good that that was done with business back in Asia, mm-hmm. the, the the potential of startups, you know, um, to really serve uh, social needs, you know, in Asia. And I think that's the work which I'm really interested in, you know, and, and that's the reason why I came to Trinity. In fact, you know, because I wanted to approach it more from a, a perspective of faith, you know, like mm-hmm. how, how, how do we, how do we bring Christ into this, you know, because when I was in Asia, I did all of this, you know, but so, um, when I did all of this, you know, I was kind of like drawing away from God in a sense, you know, for mm. me, it was more about oh, building this, you know, like, oh, it's so fun that I get to be a part of this. I am involved mm. in this. You know, but um, I reflected upon it, you know, and I I came to this place of conviction. I was like, you know, I'm doing the all for nothing if mm. it's not in Christ, in the name of Christ, you know. And, and so that's the reason why I came to Trinity. You know, I want to grow myself. I want to develop myself, mm. you know, being a man of faith, you know, and, you know, like not separating my vocation and my faith. But, you know, mm. how can we put it all together and serve the community at large? Yeah. So that is that is my five-year plan as far <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> Hey man, that sounds good. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's. I think that's the most important thing is Christ being the foundation. It is you know, for for what you're you're trying to do, and then just just uh, let Him lead you. It you know? is because it, I think it's so important because I think when failure comes, you know, when things mm-hmm. don't go your way, you mm-hmm. know, which will happen, which yeah. will happen, it's yeah. true, you know. And um, if we do it out of our own will and our own strength, you know, I think we often come into this place of disappointment, you know, mm-hmm. and you just can't make sense of it, you know. But uh, I think. You know, even, you know, as I've been here for a year, you know, walking with God, you know, I realize that I do face disappointment. Sometimes things don't turn out my way, but, you know, I'm still always held to this truth that Christ is still the center of it, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it, it kind of, um, it helps me better to deal with this um, disappointments. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, Carlos, man. That's good <laughs> insight, good insight for your fellow students and, mm-hmm. and for adults too, man, because that's, those are life lessons, you it know, is. that you, you have to keep kind of relearning sometimes, it is. you know, that, that as much as, uh, you know, we want things to go a particular way and we work toward that end, uh, you know, life is fragile. It's unpredictable. It it's not fair oftentimes, mm-hmm. you know, and so you ha- how, how do you respond when mm-hmm. life doesn't work out the way you want it to? That's true. I'll get you out on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite dessert? <laughs> <laughs> Food. Um... I think my favorite dessert so far would still be a dish in Singapore. Okay. So it's this dish called ice kacang. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's I think we have it in uh, different countries. I've seen it before. So it's shaved ice. 
okay. Yeah, but it's a little bit different because we have very local fruits. You know, we have like a durian. Um, oh. durian. I'm not sure if anyone's I've a fan seen of it. On TV oh, it's so good! It's <laughs> the king of all fruits, okay. <laughs> undisputed. Um, yeah, so we have like durian, corns, and and it's a very local. Um, well, I, I guess they have different versions of it in different country, but uh, I feel personally, I really enjoy the Singapore version of it. So, okay. <laughs> if you are ever in Singapore, you have to try ice kacang. Okay, ice kacang. Yep, that's right. Okay, all right. Hey, well, Carlos, it was great to have you, man. Yeah, thanks and, for uh, having me. Yeah, no problem. We're uh, excited to see what what God is up to at Trinity Western and what God is gonna do in your life moving forward. So, thanks mm-hmm. for joining me. Thank you for having me here. No today. problem. <laughs>